At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's Franchise Tag Tuesday. Bow, bow, bow. Welcome in to the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Very exciting day in the NFL, which is why we are so grateful to have the one and only Mike Pritchard, former longtime NFL vet wide receiver, joining us here on the program. Obviously, wonderful VEASAN host and NFL analyst as well, filling in for Michael Lombardi as he gets some well-deserved time away what a day what a day what a day it deserves a horn it deserves uh, the club <laughs> horn absolutely it's club day yeah uh, let's go gotta um, get hyped up yeah you do fun. you do because some guys are cashing in you know gino we know about him and um you know running backs are out there too but we'll see what the deadline presents today too stormy i mean i think there's so many moving parts there's so such uh fluid action out there right now it's going to be intriguing all day today yeah absolutely and of course the two Big names that everybody's going to be trying to follow what happens today is Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. So I guess three mm-hmm. names that we're mm-hmm. going to have to put into that bag. Yep. Um, all general managers saying that they're going to try to take this as far down to the wire as possible to try to get those long-term deals done so that they don't have to resort to the franchise tag. But um, let's start with with the the Giants on, okay. on this side, just because it is there's two players involved in this one. Um, apparently, according to reports, we're seeing that the Giants are, you know, 50-50 on getting a deal done right. with Daniel Jones today. But if they don't, that means that he has to get franchise tagged and that Saquon Barkley is going to be a free agent. Yeah, you know, if you're the Giants, I think you would want that the other way around. I, mm-hmm. I think you would want the franchise tag on Saquon because that's right around $10 million, uh, And that's doable. Franchise tag on Daniel mm-hmm. Jones is elevated. You know, we're talking about $30 million mm-hmm. or $40 million, depends on the situation. But, um, 
Yeah, no, I, I, you know, for Daniel Jones, uh, he's interesting. Uh, and the Giants are treating this interestingly as well. I mean, uh, are the Giants suggesting to us that, because betters, right, uh, that Daniel Jones is, is a key piece, right? Uh, because they're acting as if he is, or, or at least Daniel Jones and his representatives are acting that way. Saquon Barkley, hands down, is a key piece. Mm -hmm. you know, And, and I, that's why I said, I, if you're the Giants, you would rather put the franchise tag on Saquon if you had to. Um, for him to hit free agency, uh, I, I think there's going to be multiple bidders. You know, For Daniel Jones to hit free agency, I don't know how many multiple bidders there would be. I, there could be a couple, but I don't know if it would be uh, a situation for, say, like a Derek Carr or... Or, or Jimmy G uh, in a matter of days, or or anybody. I mean, Geno Smith probably would have had some suitors, but you know, with Daniel Jones, I'm just I'm I'm on the fence in terms of why the Giants are paying so much attention to the fact that they might have to put the franchise tag on him. So you have to imagine they're just trying to do whatever they can to keep both guys right. 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 Um, what do you think the market is for Saquon Barkley? Because I'm trying to think. Obviously, if if you're him and you're in his situation, you're excited to test the free agency mm -hmm. market, see what's out there, see how you can get paid. It is obviously tough to get paid and get what you want as a running back. It's just the nature of the position. Right. There are other names floating around. I know a little bit later on in the show, we'll we'll talk more about Derrick Henry, but somebody who's being shopped right now, um, guys who are on the free agent market in Miles Sanders, in um, David Montgomery, mm -hmm. just a couple names that, that are out there right now and going to be available on the the floor when free agency does open up. Um, what is the market? What do you think Saquon is eligible to get paid? Well, I, you know, it's interesting because the, the market has has risen for running backs. I I think we've seen running backs be used in a certain way last this past season. Uh, Josh Jacobs, you know, for a great example. But the Raiders, they operate that way and they don't want to pay upfront money in mm -hmm. terms of uh, sign-in bonuses. So they put the franchise tag on them. Uh, you know, Saquon in an open market, with teams that need a player like that, Buffalo comes to mind. You know, what is Buffalo willing to pay for a guy like Saquon Barkley? A lot, <laughs> a lot. Uh, you know, Miami, uh, you know, for, you know, because Saquon is that unique player where he's a bell cow. He's, yeah. he's like a Christian McCaffrey. You know, you can use him all over the field. Uh, very valuable in that regard uh, as a pass uh, receiver, running back, uh, certainly as a blocker, and every down player. Uh, and, and that value is sky high. That, that value is market value. Uh, and, and that market value could be whatever the number is, you know, and mm -hmm. I think Saquon Barkley wants to test that. I wonder how much the Giants are trying to leverage the fact that, hey, we are still the New York football Giants. <laughs> right? We are still the city where you were born. Mm -hmm. um, there's some value to being a lifer with an organization and, you know, try to wheel and deal and do everything they can to make this, this thing work. Right. Something that I talked about with JVT yesterday is it really feels like the Giants in this situation with the franchise tag are a victim of their own success because these are two players. I mean, obviously, Saquon coming off an injury. Right. You weren't sure how he was going to show up, comes back, ends up being like the most critical piece of your offense. Mm -hmm. Daniel Jones, a guy that very famously the Giants did not want to pick up his fifth-year option because they didn't really know what was going to happen. He ends up exceeding all expectations under Brian Dable right. and Kafka. And now he's in the situation where he wants to get paid and is young enough to where like there's potential for, a, you know, more longevity than if you were to have a Derek, Derek Carr, for right. example, sure. or one of those other mm -hmm. players. Um, what do you think ultimately is going to happen here with Daniel Jones? Well, I, I mean, like I said, I, I can't understand why the Giants are even entertaining franchise tagging him uh, because now you're going to elevate him anyway. You didn't elevate him with the fifth year option. Yeah. Right. And so 
Uh, why are you going to elevate him now uh, when when I think the jury is still out? Uh, unless you're w willing to commit to him from a long-term standpoint, you probably should have got something done already. Well, um, and it's because, like, he changed agents, right? right. But they had to, like, start back over from square one with this process. Yeah, yeah, and that gets difficult, too. Um, uh, so I, I think, and that's the whole point of this, really. Like, if you really have faith in a guy uh, to be your guy for long-term, you're not going to let him get into this uh, situation from a negotiation standpoint. You're going to try to stay ahead of that mm -hmm. uh, if you're the football team, if you're the franchise. So uh, they are in this situation. It's their own doing. Um, to your point about Saquon Barkley, too, I mean, contract year. Mm -hmm. uh, I think if you are a franchise out there and you don't anticipate a player putting it all on the line because it's a contract year, then you shouldn't be in this business. Uh, it's the same thing with the Raiders. Like, they they didn't elevate Josh Jacobs, but yet, okay, he turns in an all-pro year, now you got to pay him. Mm -hmm. So now you're stuck and you got to give him a franchise tag. Same thing with Saquon. I think this franchise tag could buy them more time because you still have time to negotiate a contract right there. Uh, you know, the player, uh, there's there's things a player can do and there's players uh, things that a player can't do. Uh, but at least you still control the situation mm -hmm. if you're the Giants that way. And, like, right now it really feels like the Giants – because they've at least said the plan is that it's going to be Daniel Jones that they tag if they can't mm -hmm. get this deal done, right. um, that they're negotiating against themselves, like mm -hmm. you've, you've <laughs> kind of alluded to, because they're in this situation where, okay, Daniel Jones wants this much money. Who's going to give that to this guy just because he had one season where he wasn't turning over the ball as much as he was? Now, on the flip side of that, mm -hmm. a Lamar Jackson, right. if he gets franchise tag, and it is the non-exclusive version of this where other teams can swoop in, like there's going to be plenty of offers that there's are going to come be, here. There's going to be that long line of offers <laughs> yes. right there for Lamar Jackson. You're right, Stormy. It's, it's incredible. I mean, but I, I go back to – let's go to the timeline for Lamar Jackson. So, Ozzy Newsom at the time was a GM. Okay, he trades back up in the first round. Uh, he drafts Lamar Jackson. He makes him a first-rounder. Uh, Lamar Jackson exceeds that first contract, becomes MVP. Uh, okay, now we'll fifth-year option him. Where was the sense of urgency? And Okay, this track mm -hmm. that he is on, let's get a deal done. Because the longer we wait, the more expensive it's going to be. Uh, and so now Lamar has leverage. Mm -hmm. uh, and he has leverage for a lot of reasons, exceeding his contract. He's lost 16 games his entire career. Uh, he is in some great company. Uh, when you look at his winning percentage as a quarterback, as a starting quarterback, and, uh, you know, that's ammunition. That That's something he can definitely bring to the table. Plus, he's a young player. Mm -hmm. um, what the Ravens are going to suggest that, okay, the way that you're playing, uh, you're going to get hurt. You're not valuable to us if you're hurt. You're bringing in another offensive coordinator to you, though. So when are you going to forge that relationship? The urgency is on the Ravens, to be honest with you, more so than Lamar Jackson. So if they have a non-exclusive tag on him, yeah, I expect a lot of teams to be interested in the services of Lamar Jackson. Well, and I could see, though, from the Ravens' perspective, why you might want to do that, though. Because you're, it, for all intents and purposes, having the rest of the league set the market for you. Mm -hmm. And having them tell Lamar what he's worth in their eyes as well, right? And because the Ravens do have the opportunity to match. Right. And if they think that it's excessive and it's something they're not willing to pay, they're going to get two first-rounders out of it, right. if that is the case. Right. So it's like, it's it's... It's going back and forth on, like, do you think that they do the non-exclusive to set the market and see what happens and risk losing him, or do they do the exclusive and have, what is it, $45 million? $45 million, <laughs> I know. I mean, Lamar Jackson, what is he, like 27 years old or something yeah. like that? So, um, you know, it's interesting. Like, if you do the, the non-exclusive tag, uh, then, then what are you doing if you're the Ravens? Like, you're not going to – you're not even, you know, gaining ground on the contract right. situation with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I, yeah, you might want to see what the market says, but now you're you're – 
flirting with danger, though, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're flirting with the fact that you're going to lose this guy. Now, the Ravens have also moved on from Roman, and now they got a new offense coordinator from the college ranks. Uh, I think it was a Georgia oh, offense coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, you have to forge that relationship with your star player. Uh, or if you're Lamar Jackson, you're going to have your demand so high, you don't think that team's going to meet it mm -hmm. because you want out of there. Right. And, and I think it's that one more so uh, than the Ravens kind of waiting. The Ravens have done everything and suggesting this is a player talking. The Ravens have suggested everything to Lamar Jackson that he's their guy. Traded up for him, fifth year option. Now he's uh, about to get the bag. And, and now, okay, we want to take that bag mm -hmm. away from you. So that to me as a player, uh, let me go see what else is out there. Uh, because I do want to see what my market value is. And he is a player that historically has stuck to his guns, right? Like when he was coming out of college and everybody was telling him to change positions, mm -hmm. he bet on himself, right. didn't do that, and ended up winning an NFL MVP as a quarterback because he believed in himself and stuck with it. Now he's his own representation throughout this case. Hmm. He believes that, hey, Deshaun Watson was guaranteed his contract. That's what I want. And mm -hmm. it's based – this is – this could potentially be a transformational offseason. Yeah. It's going to be incredible to see the way things play out. Again, the franchise tag deadline is 1 o'clock Pacific time today, 4 o'clock Eastern. Um, so we'll get more information. If anything does come out during the show, yes. we will certainly relay that. But we'll continue this conversation a little bit later on in the show. We still have to get to Aaron Rodgers, who is reportedly in conversations with the New York Jets. There has been some odds movement with the Jets on that. You mentioned Geno Smith. He is not tag eligible anymore because he's signed the long-term deal, what that means for Seattle in the draft this year as well. Don't go anywhere. More Lombardi Line coming at you live from Circa Resort and Casino next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. Get in zone, AutoZone. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. 
And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Stormy Bond and Tony and Mike Pritchard on the desk here at Circa in Las Vegas as Michael Lombardi getting some vacation time in out in Park City, is that where he's Utah, at? right now. Yeah, I heard that in. on the GM shuffle yesterday. Okay, he's getting it in too, right? I mean, <laughs> I took a week vacation. Like, you take what two, three weeks vacation? Do what you got to do, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, got to um, recharge. Although I'm, I wish that I had some of his insight today to join us on the <laughs> franchise tag situation, and especially today. So, so yesterday, the big news of the day mm-hmm. was Derek Carr is going to the New Orleans Saints. The first quarterback domino has officially fallen, and. Something that I kind of thought, because 24 hours prior, Mike, we were hearing that that maybe for Derek Carr, the Jets were his preferred destination, okay. and then he ends up signing with the Saints. So in my brain, I thought maybe just like reading the tea leaves that he heard something with the Jets that Aaron Rodgers and that situation was maybe going to work out. Then overnight, we hear Trey Wingo says that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets have had conversations Mm -hmm. with that at BetMGM. We have seen movement from 25 to one yesterday, now to 18 to one to win the Super Bowl in 2023-24. So everything is showing up that, hey, maybe this is really going to happen. Yeah, you know, I mean, (laughs) there's so many layers to this, right? Really, So many. Uh, uh, Let's tackle it from the betting perspective because there's so much information out there. And for betters to sort through it, here's what you need to find out or figure out. Who's going to pay that player? That is the bottom line. Um, you know, unless you're Aaron Rodgers and you got a contract like that, okay, what's the best fit, right? For Derek Carr, and, and I was on with you and JVT yesterday, um, he needed to create a market because he was stuck in that two-year, $40 million contract that he had with the Raiders uh, via trade. Uh, if you go out and re- get released, then you can garner up interest and you can create a market. So he has a better contract situation now. But the Saints made the most sense from the begin with, from the jump. Uh, and, but when he nixed the trade, I think everybody kind of got off that. Uh, but no, it, it, he was probably going to be a Saint. Uh, the Jets didn't make a lot of sense. I, I think that was more the agents and the hype people around it. Uh, I thought Frank Reich at Carolina could make some sense because of the hurry-up nature that Derek Carr likes to play with uh, at the line of scrimmage. Uh, but the fit all along was for D. Carr to go to the Saints. Um, so from a Michael Lombardi perspective or GM or coach, 
it's all about the fit. You know, that's what they want for their offense. And Aaron Rodgers checks all those boxes out there in New York. Mm -hmm. Now that you got Hackett out there, the personnel grouping that they have offensively, uh, the irony, though, or is it a coincidence? I don't know which one. Uh, that now Aaron Rodgers, who wanted to be unlike Brett Favre, is I going know. down that Brett Favre lane right now. I know. <laughs> that was honestly, that was a talking point um, when the Jets first started coming up in the rumor mill that I was like, does he really want to just follow oh. in Favre's footsteps again? Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. It seems that like that's happening, though. But that's the fit, you know. Um, can they make it work with this contract? Yeah, they can. I mean, you, you can, I call it caponomics because you can make anything work with a salary cap. And uh, I, I think, you know, the number could kind of scare people. Uh, but, you know, the Jets, uh, with the culture change from Robert Sala, the defensive philosophy, the defensive uh, production that they've had, if they really are a quarterback away like the owner mm -hmm. suggests, then why not go out and get the best quarterback available to you right now? So here's the follow-up to this. Mm -hmm. Should it not work out with Aaron Rodgers? And, I mean, I feel like the Jets are kind of – in a stranglehold here where you're like, <laughs> right. it's kind of Aaron Rodgers or bust because if we don't get him, then, then who do we have at quarterback? Because we know it's not Zach Wilson. Well, and yeah, because now Zach Wilson wasn't tough mentally. Anyway, he couldn't handle this. And um, so now is he going to handle the fact that, Hey, we're entertaining going after other quarterbacks. I, I think he probably has a player wants out of there now too. Right. Mm -hmm. He wants a fresh start. So, yeah, I, I think Cause the like Jets... Derek Carr was the backup plan. You feel like for New York, <laughs> And well, now he's off the table. He's off the table, right? Um, you know, there's other backup plans. I mean, Jimmy G and, and people like that. But, um, you know, if, if you're the Jets, I, I think you shoot for, this, for the stars and you try to go after the, the star, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers has to prove to everybody that he wants to play again, though. Here's a guy that is undecided if he wants to play football. I mean, think about that. And, and yet he's coveted. So, that's dangerous to me either way if you're the Jets. Well, and what's also dangerous within that is like, okay, let's say you do pay all this money. You give up what you're going to give up to get him from Green mm -hmm. Bay. And then he still pulls the same stuff. Like he is as mercurial as they come as He's a human being. He's yeah, like, And so you bring him in. Mm -hmm. And what if he does the same stuff he did in Green Bay this past offseason where you have all these young tools and these young weapons that you want to develop chemistry with your quarterback and then he's not out there and he's not to out practice there. in the offseason. Right, and he can't, and... he can't connect with him, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's the gamble. That, that is a Ooh. huge gamble. Like... But, yeah, it's crazy to think about. But that, that is a, a distinct possibility. And actually, it's actually probable uh, that that's going to happen. Because why is Aaron Rodgers now going to change his ways? He's the guy in my brain that is, when you tell him there's no I in team, he follows up, well, where there is an ME, right? <laughs> and so, like, that's just how I view it. And... Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see how this plays out because I think on the field, the fit absolutely would make a ton of sense if he goes back to being the the guy who won back-to-back -back MVPs yeah. prior to falling off this year with what we saw in Green Bay. Yeah, you know, Stormy, the gamble would be that the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett uh, is ironclad mm -hmm. and that anything off the field or anything in Aaron Rodgers' head uh, is going to be okay because you got Hackett and he can handle it and and. Aaron Rodgers is going to be comfortable. Like last year in Green Bay, he was uncomfortable, you know, ripping his receivers up and down, uh, ruining their confidence mm -hmm. as young players, not being able to relate uh, to the locker room, maybe a couple of players in that locker room that he could relate to. Now you go to a new locker room, it's going to be the same thing. You got young players around you 
eager. They're going to make mistakes. How are you going to handle that? Is Nathaniel Hackett the guy to help you with that process? And if you're the Jets, that's what you are gambling on. That's what you are counting on. So uh, it goes back to fit, like what we've been talking about. Uh, the fit is there from from a familiarity standpoint, the Hackett and the system. But I don't know if the fit there is there for Aaron Rodgers mentally now going into an identical situation that Brett Favre went into. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> this, I feel like Aaron Rodgers has just held the country like under siege for yeah. the last three off seasons. So I, I look forward to the day when we actually find out what's going to happen with Rodgers here. But again, if you're just joining us, Jets and Aaron Rodgers having conversations this week. So we'll see how far forward that moves. Um, what do you think about the division? If he goes there though, who uh, would, I mean the Jets. Look. It's tough. Like it's still the bills division to lose, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's some, there's Plus, another Miami. What's going to happen there. Miami is a wild card too, because there's all kinds of rumors about some quarterback out there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then what will Buffalo do? Because now the arms race has shifted from the AFC West, mm-hmm. right? Remember that? Russell Wilson, all these quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. The arms race has now shifted from the AFC West to the AFC East yep. uh, because of this Aaron Rodgers news right now. And from a betting perspective, that one uh, is really going to be intriguing to follow. Okay. Um, one other quarterback that has been cemented, Geno Smith. And the Seahawks beat the deadline yesterday afternoon. He got locked up for a multi-year deal, was a pro bowler this year, Mm -hmm. comeback player of the year, agreeing to three years, $105 million, including $52 million in that first year. It's a 35 mil average annual value. But that 52 in year one is about three times as much, Pritch, as he has made in the last decade that he has been in this league. So he got his, um, and the way that this is structured too, there's potential that they could still get a quarterback in mm-hmm. the draft to be under him for a year and go from there. Yeah, I think that's in the cards. Uh, you know, if you are Seattle and you really rely on your draft, the process has been working out for you too. Uh, it's been beneficial that way. Uh, you're not going to change that. I, I think Pete Carroll uh, is not going to change that. You know, they have a top five pick because of that trade of Russell Wilson. They can really increase their defensive presence uh, with a top five pick. They could trade down, uh, accumulate more picks. Uh, because now they have flexibility by signing Geno Smith. Geno, Geno's going to be better. Geno is enhanced with DK Metcalf and Lockett and all these other players. They got a running game with Walker to third. Uh, they got a solid offensive line. They are fine. Uh, and Geno's going to improve. I, I think this should motivate Geno even more, the fact that he did get the bag this way. But now I think the Seattle Seahawks, they were a surprise team last year. I'm looking for them to compete for the division moving forward because of what they're able to do and we'll see what they do with the draft. But uh, they have a lot of uh, uh, potential with this draft to really knock it out the park, though. Well, I'm still holding out hope in the NFC West <laughs> that the San Francisco 49ers will figure it out at quarterback and continue to win that division. But I hear you. Okay. I understand where you're coming from. They are 5-1. to one, yeah. uh, Third right now on the odds board to win the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks. That is 66-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Let's keep going, though, with that draft angle when we come back. The combine from Indianapolis is officially in the books what some of the main reactions have been, Pritch, to the Combine and how that may affect the way teams approach it in the draft. Don't go anywhere. More Lombardi Line live from Las Vegas coming up. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check out the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and bets are moving for each game. The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. 
so you can see changes in action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting Split's another way VEASAN's here to make you a more informed, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. That's important stuff, especially this time of year with all of the college basketball conference championships going on. Uh, We're going to have Josh Applebaum join us in just a little bit in hour two, actually, because he'll get into some of those conference tournament games, Mm -hmm. um, NBA as well, where some of the money is going and where you might want to get in on a betting angle. Will Hill is going to join us in a little bit as well. And then also in hour two, your good friend. Chad Brown. Yes, sir. Yeah, Chad Brown, uh, great, great football player, by the way. Um, Played with him at Colorado uh, and then uh, in Seattle. Okay. Uh, And so, yes, he still covers the league. Uh, He works with Westwood One calls games, uh, does radio out there in Denver. Uh, but he is tuned in, locked in with a lot of things going on in National Football League. I was looking at his Twitter um, as well, and he was tweeting about the combine saying, like, when are you – When? What? he's like, maybe I'm too old or something because <laughs> there was a time when we cared about what was on tape essentially right. and not just, like, overvaluing what's going on at the combine. And clearly we've seen – there are Anthony Richardson, right, right. everybody's talking about him, which we knew was going to happen, yet people are still acting so shocked at his performance. Well, the wow factor is there. As a better, be careful, though, mm-hmm. because the wow factor is coming from the media because we were talking about Lamar Jackson, right? Remember Lamar Jackson and how athletic he is and, and the wow factor? Now the Ravens are undecided whether they want to pay the man, right, because of injury concerns. So... The future of Anthony Richardson has already been written, and, and unless he changes his game, um, it's it's going to go down the route of a Randall Cunningham, and it's going to go down the route of of you know um, any athletic quarterback, for, and and for that matter, I mean, in terms of if you don't learn to operate from the pocket, if you don't learn to hurt a team from the pocket, uh, then eventually your athleticism is going to wane because everybody else is going to catch up to you. Everybody else is going to be bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, so there has to be more to that position at quarterback than being an explosive athlete. And, yeah, it's incredible that you broke a ton of records jumping. I just don't know how much that's going to help you at the quarterback position. No, I mean, Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl from the pocket. And here I go with irony and coincidence again, sorry. Um <laughs> Kansas City wanted him to go back to being a pocket passer or make him a pocket passer because he was such a guy who was so thrilling outside the pocket with Tyreek Hill and all. But to win a Super Bowl, we need you to be in the pocket. And uh, so being forced to be in the pocket won the Kansas City Chiefs a Super Bowl. And, and that offense was highly effective. Let's go into, from the, the draft angle of this, we're hearing more and more that the Chicago Bears, who currently hold the number one overall pick, are going to go ahead and keep Justin Fields, mm-hmm. which means that this number one selection for them is up for grabs. And there are a lot of quarterback needy teams out there for quarterbacks that are getting a lot of traction and talk about them. Probably eight to 10 teams, I would say, could be looking to move up in this spot here. The uh, the, the Texans, if you're the Texans, you've just got to be so, so upset yeah. that you beat the Colts in that oh. last game of the regular season to be in this position. But um, the Colts also been talked about a lot moving up from four Who do you see being the most at play to get that first option at who they want to take? I mean, the Colts are within reach, really. Uh, And um, I I think they have to because their their choice at quarterback is going to be key. Uh, They're going to have to have that player play right away. 
uh, and, and be effective right away because of the veteran nature of that roster too. They're not in transition. I, I think they are an effective quarterback away, at least they feel that way, from really competing uh, within that division. Um, Seattle, I don't see them being aggressive to try to trade up or anything like that. Detroit, uh, I don't see that either. The Raiders, the Raiders are a wild card uh, in terms of a team that could trade up to try to find a guy if they really fall in love with the quarterback. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson and free agency will have a lot to determine with the Falcons uh, and whether or not they stand pat. I think Carolina uh, is in the same boat that way too. So Tennessee, you know, Malik Willis aside, right? I mean, what are they going to do right there? Um, uh, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, I don't see a, a team lower than that willing to make a package or put the package together to try to trade up in a top four for a quarterback. The last I saw odds for it, the Texans were an odds on minus 140 favorite to make that first pick in okay. the draft, but the Colts were sitting there at plus 250. Right. So that, I think, is a pretty decent plus money price for a bet that's very, very reasonable. Absolutely, because I, I think the Colts are the key to the draft on, on when that run on quarterback is going to happen. Um, and we've been talking about quarterback QB uh, for so long that I think the run on cornerback, defensive back, is going to happen at some point too. So, uh, But in terms of what we're talking about right now with the Colts plus 250 right there, the first pick of the draft, I think that's juicy as well. Yeah, Panthers below them plus 350, Bears um, plus 650 if they were to keep it, which <laughs> yeah. would be a little bit odd because, I mean, the Bears honestly have the potential to get a lot of freaking draft right. capital. They could trade back twice even, they potentially, um, depending on the way that things play out. Let's talk about your view on these quarterbacks because right now Bryce Young remains the odds-on favorite, mm -hmm. near $2 favorite to be the top overall selection. Um, also, of course, the favorite to be the top uh, quarterback selected in this year's draft as well. Um, you are not a fan when it comes to his size. And I think if there was any question about Bryce Young from any GM that is out there, it's certainly going to be from that perspective as well. Yeah. Um, so talk me through why you are anti-Bryce Young and so pro-C.J. Stroud the way that you are. Well, because you look at the skill set, and, and I think it's identical, if not better, for C.J. Stroud. I, I think he's got a tighter release. I think he's got a, a more understanding of what it takes to have a tighter release. Uh, I, I think he's savvy enough in the pocket, uh, and he'll run when he needs to. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's ready-made for the National Football League in terms of the pocket presence and wanting to stay in the pocket and wanting to win games from the pocket. He's played with elite players around him, in terms of the wide receiver position, I'm talking about multiple, multiple wide receivers, offensive mm -hmm. linemen, uh, running backs too. So uh, I, I think the young man, C.J. Stroud, really um, has has uh, has a potential to be a superstar in the National Football League. Bryce Young, he's really, really good, Stormy. Uh, his accuracy is incredible. His leadership is off the charts. But how long are you going to have that for? History suggests that you're not going to have it very long. So are you going to select this guy number one overall knowing that your window with Bryce Young might be four or five years? Uh, and it's like a running back, right? You're not going to select a running back number one overall because you don't know if that running back's going to make it to that second contract. At 5'10", barely, and an eighth, <laughs> Bruce... you we, the reason that he's laughing is because in the commercial break, he keeps on trying to call Bryce Young 5'9". Yeah. And it's because he's... How how far away is he from five He's three sixteenths of, of an inch away from, from five being nine. Listed as so five he nine. keeps calling him five nine instead. <laughs> yes. I'm like, come on, you can't change his height. Give him that. I, he at right. least has that. And the size, the height is something that can be overcome, right? Because it, we have seen quarterbacks do that at right, least. Right. 
but it's the the stature part of it and the small waist and the fact that he is he has the appearance at least of being more frail well because now you want this guy to escape the pocket to get out of danger and now that could open himself up when he got out of pocket at alabama to escape danger he fell on his shoulder and okay well he's out for a few weeks by falling on his shoulder um which can happen jalen hurts mm -hmm. it happened to him um but if he stays in a pocket then you have the Joey Boses of the world. You have the Aaron Donalds of the world. You have all these guys that uh, are, are looking to make a tackle, make a play. You know, are we going to go to touch football? Then draft Bryce Young, right? But if we are talking about how physical this game is, and I've seen bigger body quarterbacks do the unimaginable just to get back out there on the field yeah. because of injury, what is this guy and his size going to have to do to be back out there on the field? I understand that. I think that he is... And at least, and of course, like your view on this is going to be way more impactful as somebody who played in the league. I, I just think on the surface from my eyes looking at it, yes, he's smaller, mm -hmm. but he can gain weight. He can bulk up. There's still the opportunity for him to be able to withstand more of those hits. And to your point about the way that he can act outside of the pocket, like he is a very effective runner when it needs to be. He mm -hmm. has a way of extending plays and and giving um, giving his team more life than say a CJ Stroud has done in the past. Yes, of course we saw it in the semifinal game against against Georgia, but Stroud largely this year didn't extend plays in the, in the same way that Bryce Young does. Mm -hmm. I feel like his processing speed is so fast that the game becomes so much slower that even at the NFL level, those are traits that'll work in his favor. Yeah, and it's going to have to um, work in his favor because if he is slowed down in any regard from a processing standpoint and he is holding the ball, now he becomes more susceptible to uh, not being available. So I, I, history suggests that – history's on my side in terms know, of Bryce Young. I know. But there could be a GM out there one willing <laughs> – Willing to defy history and select this 5'9". He is the exception to the rule, I understand. Okay. But for exceptional people, right. that can happen. But to your point, since 2006, when they started calculating this information, there hasn't been a quarterback at that stature <laughs> taken. So. <laughs>
Mike Pritchard. Yes. And to help us talk through it all, we bring in good friend of the show, VSIN contributor and host Will Hill at not the Will Hill on Twitter. And Will, seven tickets to the dance have already been punched. Four more going to get punched today. And uh, the excitement continues. This is like, this is one of my favorite weeks of the year when it comes to just like fun and excitement and teams making history and getting into the tournament. I think it is the best week of the year, at least for me. This is my favorite week of the year, especially back east. It starts to be a little lighter later in the day. Weather gets a little warmer, and we have games uh, right now until basically you know 2 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. So there is nothing better. It's exhausting trying to keep up with it all, especially with the NFL uh, news yeah. cycle and everything with that. But, man, it's, uh, it's just a great time of year. Our girl Steph is sweating UMass right now. It's not looking good. 42-20 uh, in the second here. She, yeah, she just whispered, no shot in my ear. So, hey, there, there's always a chance college there's basketball chance. is magical. That's right. That's right. Um, one of the potential, not potential, one of the tickets that is going to get punched today for the auto bid is the West Coast Conference, and it's going to be a really fun one later on this evening at 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 Eastern, when Gonzaga and St. Mary's go head-to-head. This line has been on the move a little bit here, Will. What are you looking at? Yeah, I'm curious what the line's at now. I bet it plus three. Um, I'm surprised there were some three and a halfs this morning. I was just surprised that Gonzaga is this much of a favorite. To me, these are dead even teams. I actually think St. Mary's is a smidge better, you know, a really elite offense, elite defense. They can slow the game down, which I think the key is the key to the game. You know, who who dictates the tempo? Gonzaga wants to run, run, run. St. Mary's wants to play a half-court game. Uh, they each won on their home court, so they both sort of held serve in the regular season. They played about a week and a half ago last Saturday, and uh, it was interesting. Gonzaga pressed St. Mary's, and Gonzaga does not press a lot. St. Mary's, I think it threw them off for a little bit, but the second half, St. Mary's, you saw them get a little bit more comfortable. They made some adjustments, and they cut from like an 18-point lead down to, I think they got it to four or five before Gonzaga held on. So to me, we're playing on a neutral court. I'm going to take the points here with a team that I think is even or, or slightly better than the Zags. I know the Zags have a uh, a strong contingent out where you guys are in Vegas where this mm-hmm. tournament is, and they travel well, and maybe that's driving the number up here, but I like St. Mary's. At the Orleans is where yes, they're playing, and right. I, I've always wondered, because people in New Orleans call it New Orleans or mm-hmm. New Orleans. Right. How come it's not like the Orleans? Why is it Orleans? The Orleans? That's a great question. That's a great question. I never. We can ponder that in the yeah, next commercial break. I, I, go I ahead. You're stumping Pritch. I mean, you, you, you're, you're expecting Pritch to have all these answers. No <laughs> yeah. Y'all you know, spot. Will, I didn't go in deep thought about why it's called the Orleans. Uh, I've been there a few times, uh, maybe mispronounced it too late at night once or twice. Know. Uh, you know. Um, Will, before we get on to some more plays real quick, I do, I do have a, a, a prep question for you because Stormy and I we were just talking about this before the show in terms of getting ready for the NCAA tournament as well. Are you inclined to jump on odds on some some teams like a UConn, like a Houston, like a Kansas, like a, uh, I don't know, UCLA now? Or or would you wait until after a conference tournament to kind of see what the odds are, are looking like for the, for the dance? You know, I don't see anything on the board right now that I find that interesting. I tried to pick off some numbers along the way where these teams that I thought were good were slumping, like Creighton, Indiana, UConn. Mm-hmm. So I got some of those tickets. And, you know, as we get closer here, I would just wait for the bracket because the draw is so much, you know, so important just to see the matchups and uh, the path these teams have. And I don't think you're really missing out on anything. If you're not betting now, you can always do just a money line rollover. You bet it on the money line, bet it again, and you're going to get pretty much the price uh, you'd be getting on the future if you want to do it that way. So 
nothing really jumping out to me. It's a wide open tournament. Yeah. As everyone has said, it should be a lot of fun. It, it's hard to believe we're like a week and a half away mm -hmm. from it. I mean, we're what, five days away from selection Sunday. It really, from the time the Super Bowl ended to uh, the start of this tournament, it feels like it's been like 10 minutes. It's crazy how quick it's come. I know you have some tournament outrights for um, the conference tournaments, but before that, uh, one more game that you were looking at today. Why are you taking the points with Northern Arizona? Yeah, they're playing Montana. Uh, these teams play twice in the regular season. Northern Arizona won by a point. They lost by a point. To me, again, these teams are, are fairly even. I know Northern Arizona's got a much worse record. Uh, there are some five and a halves out there. So uh, I, I just think Northern Arizona, they, they got some good athletes, Northern Arizona, and the record's not pretty, but they can shoot the three a little bit, 36% from three. Uh, look, they play twice in the regular season, and it was basically a tie each time. So uh, I'll take the five points here, five and a half. And then Missouri, 30 to one to win the SEC tournament. Something uh, tells me that has to do with the sneaky double buy. Is that okay? That's a big part of it. And I just don't like the top of the bracket yeah. here. Alabama, we know all sorts of issues they've had. They have not covered since this whole Brandon Miller thing. 0-4 against the spread. Kentucky's got the talent, but I don't know if I trust Kentucky. Tennessee, I'm not a fan of it all in their offense. So I'm looking for a sleeper. And you said it, Stormy. The double buy. You get, you know, right into uh to the quarterfinals there. And you got some shaky teams at the top. And it's down to 28 to one now at bet rivers. If you at least get them into the finals, man, you can just uh, sort of name your price and make some money. So that's a, a conference where I think somebody could make a run, whether it's Missouri, whether it's Arkansas, I'm looking to fade the top of that bracket. No, I like that. That's a mm -hmm. good angle, especially because coming out of the second round there, Tennessee would face Missouri if, if they won that game. And yep. then that's like, okay, you're basically betting. Okay. You're in the semifinals. Right. Let's go from there and see what happens. So at that type of odds, Really, really like that play. Well, who else are you looking at as far as some of these tournament outrights go um, that have really intrigued you? Because it looks like you've got a good blend of of long shots, middle of the row, and somebody shorter on the board. Yeah, I, I don't like to take the short shots, but UConn at two to one is an interesting one for me. I think they'll at least be in the final. Uh, they travel well to that building at, at Madison Square Garden. They usually get a strong contingent um, in the Big East tournament when they go to MSG. So I like UConn. I like their talent. They've basically been two different teams this year. They were one team in the in the uh, non-conference schedule. They look like the best team in the country. It got into conference play, and they played really well. They've turned it around the last two or three weeks. They've been dominant. Um, they're big. If they, if they can just knock down some shots consistently, they're very hard to beat. And Hurley and UConn have not had a lot of success in these tournaments, whether it's the Big East, the NCAA. So I think it will mean something for them to get to a final, to win a Big East tournament. There's a little pressure, I think, on UConn to make a run here and make some noise in March. So I think UConn will be into it. I think they're extremely talented. So two to one. Again, I don't like taking these short prices, but uh, to me, that's something I bid on. Virginia Tech, the numbers moved. It opened 50 to one. They're probably not going to win it because they got to win five games in five days. But they're better than their record. We saw them do it last year, win four games in four days. I think they're down to like 35 to one. You're at the point where it's probably not playable. Maybe just play a money line rollover. But the ACC is not very good. Virginia Tech's better than their record. So that's one if you're looking for a long shot, I think is interesting. So uh, still some decent numbers out there. You know, Will, do you um, put any stock into being ballot tested too? I mean, the UConn, I agree with everything you just said about UConn, the Big East in, in general. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like those teams are battle-tested, getting ready for the tournament, for the dance. And it's like, you know, for instance, TCU uh, out there in the Big 12, in, in terms of their chances of winning their conference tourney, uh, how much stock do you put in these teams that could get through uh, and then be battle-tested as well? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we saw it in football this year where the Chiefs are in the AFC. And look, iron sharpens iron. The right. Eagles didn't have that tough schedule where they're playing good quarterbacks every week. And I think that matters. So uh, TCU is another team. I think their prices moved. It was eight or nine to one. I think it opened nine to one. I was talking about the other day. I think it's down to plus 650. I think they're catching on a little bit. I wouldn't bet it at plus 650. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have all the books, all the apps in front of me. If you can get a nine to one, they are a final four caliber team in terms of their talent. They could play uh, full court, half court. They could shoot. They're athletic. They won by 25 in Kansas. So uh, to me, TCU is a really dangerous team, whether it's in this tournament or in the big one here in a week or so. Boy, has the yeah. Big 12 been fun to watch this <laughs> right. year. I actually have a long shot ticket um, on Kansas State in the NCAA tournament. It, it, they've never won it before in their program's history, but a girl can dream. Uh, anything you got in the NBA tonight? Good slate in the association. The Mavs are a blind overbet. They are so good on offense, and they are just <laughs> dreadful on defense. They can't guard anybody. They're small, but they're, like, unstoppable with Luka and Kyrie. So I've just betting the, uh, the over of every one of their games. It's been pretty good to me. So we'll go back to it tonight, 236 and a half, 237 over uh, Mavs and Jazz. We'll keep it rolling. You're awesome. Thanks for the time. All right. Good to see you. Appreciate you having me. Beeson contributor Will Hill at not the Will Hill on Twitter. And he has been crushing it in yes. college basketball. So um, definitely make note. Uh, again, he really likes St. Mary's today. Plus the points thinks that they are the better team against Gonzaga. If they win this game, it'll be the first time since 2015-16. They've won multiple games against Gonzaga in the same season. I'm still pulling for San Diego State in the Mountain West Tournament. <laughs> okay. No mention of them so far until right now. It's, it's going to happen. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I have Aztecs to choose forever. my moments. I have to choose my moments. <laughs> Got to take a quick time out, but don't go anywhere. Plenty more Lombardi line ahead here from Las Vegas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.